Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the third episode of Stock the Fuck Up. I'm here with Megan Lansdell. Is that correct? Megan Lansdell. Pretty close. Um, Megan is actually someone that I connected with on Twitter. I would definitely say she's an upcoming influencer. Uh, Megan, are you on any other platforms kind of sharing any of the knowledge that you've gained in the past few years? Not yet. I just have my Twitter account right now and I'm working on actually... Um, starting an Instagram account. So that should be something I'm wanting to do soon just so I can have some more educational material. So when would you say that you started your investing journey? Because as you know, here at Stock the Fuck Up, we love to talk about that beginning point for everybody. Sure. So I I started mine about two years ago. So I'm, you know, I'm a reasonably new trader. Um, and I always like being honest about that. Two friends that just started trading and they showed me the Robinhood app. <laughs> and um, I didn't even really understand trading. I used to think, you know, it's just for Wall Street, that you'd have to go to a broker, um, that it was, you know, quite like a lot of money to get started. So I started on the Robinhood app. I remember making my like first little bit of money and it was crazy. I didn't understand, you know, you're like, wow, how can you make money off of an app? And um, really, the rest was history. It just it started there. I started joining discords, and that's where I uh, met a lot of other traders. And then I got introduced to Twitter, and really, I just loved it. Awesome. So um, it's interesting that you mentioned your beginnings coming from uh, you know your friends investing, and they introduced you to the Robinhood app. Is that something that? Uh, just you you were unaware of the the apps that made this uh, investing journey so easy because that is the title of our episode. I love Rebel. That's, you know, that's kind of my platform right now. Um, I, like many others, started on Robinhood. It was easy. I think it's, you know, I know Robinhood gets a lot of bashing, but I think if you're starting, it's simple. If you want to grow confidence, it's the best way as long as, you know, obviously not... Um, putting your whole account in on one play, but it is a user-friendly app. Like I've, I've always, mm-hmm. I, I don't actually know why Robinhood gets so much, you know, beef. And it's interesting that you're saying this, this bashing. I personally am unaware of the Robinhood bashing, um, but I also personally was recommended to use the public app, which has been one of my favorite apps due to the ability to just start your portfolio with as little as a dollar or $5. Yeah. Um, but, but to gossip a little bit about this Robin Hood's trashing, because I, I, I really haven't seen anything. So if you have anything to share with our listeners. <laughs> well, so, I mean, you, you know, a lot of bigger traders will often tease Robin Hooders because they're known as typically the unexperienced traders. Um, and the trading times are also different. So, for instance, you know, I know for me on Webull, pre-market starts at 4 a.m. and I can trade till 8 p.m. Whereas Robinhood is, I think, uh, it's 9 a, well, 9.30 or 9 if you have like the Robinhood gold till 4 p.m. So they're a little bit restricted. And I think because Robinhood doesn't truly have charting, um, people just don't take it seriously. So there's a whole, you know, stigma around the Robin Hooders 
you know, that just kind of YOLO their accounts or yeah and that's that's exactly what we're talking about today we're talking about that you know in our previous episode guys if you have listened to episode two we're talking about the investing terms that are important to know and the reason to educate yourself with these investing terms even on a basic level is to break the barrier and that was our subtitle for our previous episode breaking the barrier of language you know megan just said it herself there is a criticism uh, a barrier between people who are quote unquote experienced and the beginner. Now, as you guys know, I always love to, you know, bust out with some quotes. And I do have one from University of Minnesota finance professor Andrew Winton. He says it's good that they're that this generation is getting involved in the markets um, and involved in investing. The bad thing is that maybe they're going to get some of those people to overestimate their skill sets. So what's really interesting is just to kind of back up what Megan said. Um you know, I haven't seen anything on social. So I think she was talking more about like these particular groups of people, older generations that they're like, oh, what? You know, these these kids and their apps and they're just kind of on their smartphones and they're just throwing money around. Professor Winton continues to say he encourages new investors to take it slow starting out. And no matter how skilled you think you are, every dollar you put in, you should be prepared to lose it. Megan, what do you think about that? What do you think about the idea of like the gamble behind managing your own money, not really going through the traditional broker and it being, you know, as uh, Professor Winton said, being ready to lose it. I think it's, I think it's very possible. I mean, you get FOMO is super real. um, And so is beginner's luck. You know, like when I started trading, um, I started with options. So risky, you know, like I didn't even start the normal way with shares and, um, I got lucky my first time around and, you know, I think that's kind of what he's saying about you kind of have a full sense of experience because of something like beginner's luck and when the market maybe slows down or time progresses and you trade actually based on your knowledge, you're probably going to mess up if you don't study and that's that's what happened to me. I I didn't study. I just started and I got lucky and I thought, oh, this is so easy. And then I, I pretty much lost it all and was like, oh, I need to study. <laughs> and I think that's what happens a lot is people see these gains online, on Twitter all the time. And you think, oh, I want that to be me. I just want to start. People think like they're just going to make money immediately. And so they may just start putting large sums of monies and money into positions just trying to make money quickly but the reality is it's not if you want actually if you actually want to trade long term and be profitable in the long run it's going to take a good amount of time and I always like to think about it if you get a college degree I mean oftentimes that's four plus years I like to think of trading that way you know I don't you know I think I've been two years in and I still feel like a baby sometimes. And I know, well, you know, people get 50K paying jobs for four years of, um, you know, for four years of study. Trading is going to take you probably four years or plus to actually become really experienced. Right. And how has that growth um, been reflected on the evolution of what you tweet about and the content that you put out? You know, I'm sure... 
since you developed it in the last few months, like that, that platform, I'm sure it went from like, yeah, winning big or like, can't wait for this ticker, you know, kind of this excitement to a bit more of a realistic tone. How would you say the Megan of eight months ago changes is different than the Megan of, of today and, and what she's posting and how careful she is about posting it? So the funny thing is when I was, when I first started trading, I did not have a Twitter account. I didn't actually know that FinTwit was a thing. Um, I literally, it's actually ironic because I started so good and I had the least amount of platforms. You know, I did not have like, uh, I didn't, I wasn't looking at the news. I didn't have discords. I wasn't looking at scanners. And so I, I almost had to like fall really hard to, and that kind of introduced me to like studying. And that's how I got uh, introduced to discords and Twitter and meeting other successful traders. And so when I started on Twitter, um, I already had failed before. <laughs> so I already knew, okay, like I need to be careful um, and when I first started tweeting, it was more, and I, I had such a small following. I would just kind of right. tweet about anything. Right. And, and just to interrupt you there, like that failure, I mean, that is all I'm inspired by inspiration. And I just want to let you know that like failure for me, at least in my personal opinion, guys, is just one step towards success. So it's really fucking cool to hear that Megan, you know, she's saying I failed and then I got back up and I did it. And most traders fail. You know, mm -hmm. I always use that for me as hope too. Most successful traders, they'll always have a story of how they lost it all or, you know, like worked at Publix to try and like fund their account. I, I, there's amazing stories out there. So I, I'd always use that to fuel me whenever I'd kind of like mess up because um, that's, you know, it's a tough road to take, but it, it's, I think it's definitely worth it if you put in the time. Absolutely. Um, guys, and I just want to point out that I think I'm actually going to make this a two-part episode, primarily because we haven't even got into the meat and potatoes of what it takes to download that app and the series of steps that it takes afterwards. So I might have Megan back on the show just to kind of go through that because I think it's so wonderful to, to have that step-by-step. I just recently was looking at a video for, you know, how to mint my NFTs and that step-by-step -step content that I found was ridiculously helpful. So we will be back. Um, but I do want to give a shout out to Megan. Her Twitter account is at Miss Meg Trades. That's M-S-M-E-G-T-R-A-D-E-S um, at Miss Meg Trades. And I kind of just want to close off, I think, this episode by saying thank you to Megan, but also to let people know that the app revolution is real. Now we have the power closing off with the fact that companies such as TD Ameritrade, Fidelity, and others are also offering now free trades and free commissions so that they can keep up with the new apps. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Stock.